Hola, everybody. Welcome to the Unicorn Millionaire Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Stover. I'm a non-binary Latinx money coach helping my first-gen clients become millionaires. I'm a formerly undocumented Mexican-American and currently digital nomad traveling all over the world. And I'm super excited to have you here along with me on my journey. I talk about personal finance, money mindset, working, unicorns, rainbows, you name it. We're here, we're queer, and we are going to build wealth for ourselves and our communities. Hi, everybody. So today I wanted to talk about when and why to have a brokerage account to basically talk about what the fuck a brokerage account even is in the first place. So I wanted to start this off because this morning I checked my DMs and I got a DM from somebody who I wanted to share with you because this is not the first time I've gotten a DM like this. So this DM was from uh, a white person and they said, I'm fourth generation American. I'm a white person. I'm really interested in coming to your brokerage account masterclass next week on April 27th, but I'm afraid of taking up space. This person was very well-intentioned and basically just asking permission if they would be welcome at my masterclass. And the answer is absolutely. And I responded, of course you're welcome. As long as you acknowledge your privilege, your white privilege, and you want to use your money to help others, instead of hoarding it, of course you're welcome. And there is still space to join my masterclass. So if that's your hesitation about joining the masterclass, <laughs> as long as you're vibing with this anti-capitalist that we also have to make money, not just to su survive, but thrive in the society, then I invite you to join. I'm not gonna be checking like how white you are, how first gen you are. I just consistently mentioned that I help first-gen clients because that is overall the theme uh, of clients who come to me as a first-gen person, as a queer person, as an immigrant, as a formerly undocumented person. I have white privilege, but I also, I help white people too. So like newsflash, y'all, I'm white. <laughs> I actually did a podcast. Uh, about this last year and the title of it on the unicorn millionaire podcast was yes i do work with white people i actually posted a reel a year ago that my cousin helped me film about this and i remember posting that reel talking about how yes i'm also white I'm coming out of the closet again and i legit had uh, a white queer person work me after they saw the reel so you're not alone if you're like white and vibing and curious about the work that I do and want to join the masterclass or work with me. What matters the most is that you're anti-capitalist and you're not just trying to, to build wealth and make yourself richer. It's honestly a theme I see with mostly cishet white men. Not a lot of cishet white men have approached me to work with me. Way back in the day when I was just first starting off and doing one-off sessions, I did help uh, a white guy. And he was not concerned about building wealth to help his community and donate money to parenthood. He just wanted to make more money. Um, and so I helped him day trade. In one session he worked with me, I helped him day trade and make money off the stock market. And then he saw the value 
in what I was doing. And I was honestly undercharging for what I was doing. He's probably made bank since I helped him. And then he, he signed up to work with me the next day because he saw the value. Back then, I wasn't as conscious about anti-capitalism and talking about how investing in the stock market is a means to an end. Back then, I was chilling in Mexico, getting my free MBA online, and I was treating my current business as a side hustle to just experiment and play because I knew I had this gift within myself of being aware of how precious time is and how we just need to get started investing now because that money can grow for decades onto itself without us doing anything that that motivated me to start my business this was before i even hired my business coach so i hope that clears the air for y'all if you're white and you're not first gen if you're not bipoc if you're not queer i'm not gonna say no don't work with me but i do want to mention that just because you're not centered doesn't mean you're excluded i'm still open to working with cis white men but as a theme of working as a money coach for myself for the past three years no cis white man has approached me because they want to build wealth to help not just themselves but their communities it just has not happened yet but if you're a cis white man who is curious about working with me and being my first <laughs> i am here i am here waiting uh, for you to exercise your privilege as long as you acknowledge your privilege and don't make it about you because we don't have time for that honestly so I hope that helps you feel like you belong in this master class there really are no firm requirements I'm not going to be checking much at all this is going to be a space where I'm going to get down to business talk about investing and walk you through why brokerage accounts are an important way for you to build wealth and how to use them. And then at the end, I have a Q&A where I answer y'all's questions in real time about anything, about investing um, or even digital nomading. A lot of people ask me questions about what it's like to be a digital nomad. So I invite you to join that masterclass so that you can just absorb the information and dialogue and ask questions. I really don't care <laughs> what race you are as long as you acknowledge your privilege and ultimately want to use your wealth to help others instead of just sitting on top of it and hoarding it. So I want to talk about what the book of brokerage account even is. First of all, you don't need to be a broker to open one. <laughs> <laughs> I told my friend Marnie, who I met in Thailand, I was actually on her podcast. Yeah, we, we're very spiritual. We vibe together. I was on her Golden Thread podcast um, as a guest. Before that, she was struggling to take out money because something had to do with her bank account. And I shared with her, I take out cash uh, without paying any ATM fees from whatever ATM around the world through my brokerage account. So I can help you open a brokerage account. And Marnie was like, I'm not a broker. And then I was like, oh, that's just the thought error because it has an intimidating word in it. Brokerage equals broker equals, equals unfamiliar and scary white men language. Ah, that's not for me. Like, no, that shit is for you. And we sat down at 
what's it called? Mushroom Cafe. It looks like a giant mushroom. I love that place. It has a beautiful garden. And we got down to business and I helped her open up a brokerage account in 10 minutes on Schwab.com. She just entered in her address and her social and her personal information. And it did not check. Are you a broker? Like <laughs> any of that intimidating stuff. Um, you don't even need to be a U.S. citizen to open a brokerage account. I've helped clients who are on DACA, who have items, who can also invest. So you don't even need to be a U.S. citizen. As a formerly undocumented person, I know that there's a lot of fear that goes into, oh, is this for me? I don't want it to affect my citizenship. But honestly, the IRS just wants your taxes. IRS has nothing to do with ICE, okay? As long as they get your taxes and their money so the government can fund Ugh, itself. I don't want to talk about the government and the wars and the imperialism. Mm -mm. But, but yeah, don't let those things stop you. And if you have any other questions, you can just DM me, just like this white person DM me being like, I don't know if I want to, if I can attend your masterclass because I'm afraid of taking up space. Like, keep asking me these questions and I will crush your objections and make you feel like you belong because we don't have time to, to waste and hesitate and wondering if we should be investing. If you are waiting for a sign that you should be investing, you should be investing. If you're not investing, you should definitely be investing. So that's what I'm on here to normalize and talk about. So you don't need to be a broker. You don't need to be a day trader. You don't need to really understand and look at charts and, and everything. Nah. You just need as little as a dollar to fund the account because if you don't put money in it it's just going to get closed due to inactivity nothing on you but what is even the point of opening an account if you're not going to have money in it but you don't need to put like fifty thousand dollars or millions of dollars in order to open a brokerage account you can open it with as little as uh, a dollar but i mentioned this account because I also want to mention the difference between a brokerage account and retirement accounts, especially at the start of the year. If you've been following me at all, if this is your first time, welcome to the Charlie verse, the glittery unicorn millionaire verse, <laughs> where we twerk and talk about building wealth and living our best lives and how we can do both. Um, I mentioned retirement accounts, especially IRAs, as soon as the year starts every year, because I'm all about you maxing out your uh, IRA. That's what I do. As soon as January 1st hits, I'm like drinking Gatorade to get over that New Year's Eve hangover. And I am contributing to my Roth IRA because that account grows my investments tax-free and it's a beautiful thing to know that if I just invest $6,500 this year, that's going to turn to $650,000 in a couple decades. So this is actually my eighth year in a row that I've maxed out my Roth IRA as somebody who has never made more than $45,000 at the nine to five. Okay. So you don't need to have like a $300,000 salary in order to benefit from investing. What matters is you just get started now, invest poco a poco. And then once you get comfortable investing in smaller amounts, that's when you make massive money moves and invest 
thousands of dollars. Or if you're like some of my clients, I help them make $10,000 trades at a time. That's how urgent this work is. But I show my clients how to do it and I hold their hands every step of the way so that it goes from being scary to something thrilling and exciting because it can get pretty erotic fantasizing about your future self. Just imagine in 40 years you were withdrawing money from your investment accounts in order to, to fund your retirement. Because if not, who else is going to fund your retirement? Okay, so that's something really important to think about that'll hopefully light the fire under your ass to just get started investing instead of just worrying about it. Because worrying is not going to fund your retirement account. So I just maxed out my Roth IRA, put the $6,500 in it, and I also invested that shit. That's just as important as putting money in. There's no reason, especially if you're somebody who, like me, who's decades away from retirement, there's absolutely no reason to have cash in your retirement accounts. In fact, it's even worse than putting cash in a high yield savings account because interest rates in investment accounts are even shittier than they are in savings accounts. So it's absolutely essential that you invest that shit as soon as you put the money in and don't worry about how the stock market's doing. Just get that shit invested and leave it alone and go do your own hot girl, hot boy, hot day shit, okay? <laughs> it really can't be that simple. So when you're first gen and the first to make the most in your family or you're just simply making more than you've ever made before, I definitely encourage you to not just invest in IRA or just your 401k. You should be investing in both of these. That's how you retire early. You should be maxing out your 401k this year. The limit is, I believe, $22,500. You can just Google this stuff. Like I literally Google this stuff every year because the IRS changes these limits every year because of inflation, not because they're like good people. In my opinion, retirement accounts shouldn't have limits, but they have limits so that they keep you in the workforce and you <laughs> basically keep working. That's the scam that is capitalism. So you should definitely be putting more than just the match from your paycheck into your 401k. If I were to ever go back to the nine to five, which I haven't since I quit my job when COVID hit because I had a brokerage account and as I allowed to make baller ass moves like that. Like, damn, I look back and I'm like, that was fucking brave for me to quit my job in the middle of COVID, even before the wave of massive uh, quitting that happened. Um, I think it was in December of 20, no, it was December of 2021. Yeah, there was that massive wave of people just quitting because they were like, fuck this shit. I did that like a year before <laughs> everybody else quit because I understood what was happening and I set myself up financially to be able to do that. That helped me become brave and quit my job and start my business and move to Mexico. All of these things were because I had set myself up financially in order to do this. Okay. I wasn't just like, let me quit my job and wing it. No, this was a very strategic and intentional move that I made so that I could be in alignment with myself and escape the suicidal thoughts and escape the, the depression that held over me when I was at the nine to five. But if I were to go back to the nine to five, no brainer, I would be putting half my paycheck into my Roth 401k and it absolutely be maxing out my 401k. 
the match is just extra money, but it's the bare minimum. Especially if you're debt free, you should absolutely be maxing out your 401k. That is how you're going to be able to retire early. It's not going to be you saving money in a Highland savings account. It's going to be you maxing out your investment accounts. So once you're working on maxing out the 401k, also maxing out an IRA because you're making earned income that you're reporting to the IRS. That's how what qualifies you to even invest in retirement accounts in the first place. You have to be making earned income that you're reporting. If you're getting paid under the table and not reporting this income, then you won't qualify for a retirement account. Okay, so this is for if you're making earned income. But these retirement accounts also have income limits. They have different requirements. So if you're at a, a certain income level, if you're like filing tax single, married, it's going to be different. You might not qualify for a Roth IRA and you'll have to do an IRA. You can also do backdoor Roth IRA and all of these things. But long story short, retirement accounts are a lot more rigid because you're saving money on taxes over the long term. But there are certain requirements. Not just anybody can invest in a retirement account. But if you can, you absolutely should be maxing them out. That's how you retire early. So once you're maxing those out and you have your extra cash that you don't want just sitting there, that's aside from your emergency fund that you have sitting in a high yield savings account because there's no reason to have a regular savings account when you could be getting a better interest rate for free in a high yield savings account. So you have extra money. You want to grow. That's not losing value to inflation. That's what the brokerage account is for. So... I just posted a, a thirst trap meme, <laughs> meme. <laughs> with my friend Dia. We were at the Dinosaur Festival and I was just like in her face. <laughs> we were like making out and but there was a cute photo of us just like looking at each other in the pool. And I turned that meme in. There was somebody that was like watching us in the background and I turned that meme into the person watching us in the background. That was my IRA and me and Dia right in front of me there's me and then she's my brokerage account. This is every time I max out my Roth IRA and invest in that, boom, I'm immediately turning my attention to the brokerage account because that's the extra avenue at which your money can grow and outpace inflation. So the deal with brokerage accounts is that there are no limits. There's no income limits. The IRS doesn't really care how much you're making, okay? And you can withdraw the money at any age. It's not like an IRA or 401k where you need to wait until you're 59 and a half. Or if you're doing pre-tax money in a 401k, because you've gone decades without paying taxes, the IRS can knock at your door at that point, probably when you're like 74, 75, and say, you're going to need to start taking money now because we want our cut of taxes. That doesn't happen with a brokerage account. Because with the brokerage account, it's called a taxable account, simply because whenever you sell stock in a brokerage account, you're going to have to pay taxes. And that's not a bad thing. We're not scared of paying taxes anymore when we're building wealth, when we're earning six figures, when we're becoming millionaires. Taxes aren't a scary thing for us anymore because we're hiring people to help us 
with our taxes. We're not just doing things at the last minute. We're hiring tax planners to help us be strategic with our taxes and maximizing things like write-offs. And we're understanding, oh, if I hold on to a stock for less than a year, I'm going to be taxed higher in my brokerage account than if I just let it sit there for a year or more in my brokerage account. So I always share the story with y'all about how I sold $3,000 in Tesla stock in my brokerage account to pay for my Latina business coach. Um, and that felt like a baller ass move right there to transfer the, the wealth from these rich tech billionaires to a Latina owned business who's helping other marginalized people create wealth from their thoughts. That's the most radical shit ever. And I love it. I was very strategic with exactly which stock I was selling. I wasn't just like going in there and selling stuff and seeing what happened. No, I was going in there. And first of all, I was checking which stock had grown the most, but I was also checking which stock have I held in my brokerage account for more than a year because I want to pay the least amount of taxes. I'm not afraid of paying taxes, but why the fuck would I sell stocks that I've held in for less than a year and pay more in taxes when I could literally just look at the investments I've held on to for over a year and pay less in taxes. That's how strategic uh, you can be. And it really is that simple. Just looking at the short-term versus long-term stocks you've held. And I chose, I handpicked the stocks, each Tesla stock I went in and, I, and it'll show you in Schwab long-term, short-term. I don't really care about the day. I just look for the words long-term and I click, 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 click long-term until the amount came out to 3000. Boom. Put in a limit order to protect myself. It was also after hours trading. So you have to do limit orders and after hours trading, but I'm all about limit orders. Fuck the market orders. Market orders are risky AF because you have the potential of losing all your money with a market order. These are all things I help my clients. I help walk them through how to place limit orders so that they can lose the least amount of money and know exactly how much money they're getting because just even selling stock can come with risk. So that's what I help you with is be the least risky as possible while you're making these moves. So that's what I did. I put in a limit order and I got the $3,000. I paid the least amount of taxes. At the time, I was also in such a low tax bracket because I was not yet making a lot in my business. As a grad student, I was living in Mexico and I was actually in like the lowest tax bracket possible, which you can Google your tax bracket. If you're making uh, 120K, you can look, you can literally Google and kind of estimate, okay, if I'm making 120K, I'm going to pay, I don't know, I'm whipping these numbers out of my ass, but I'm going to pay. 15% in taxes in short term and long term. You can Google all of this shit that I'm telling you, y'all. Because when I worked as a broker, I was Googling this shit and answering people's questions for them in this way. So you don't always have to Google everything. You can also just call a broker and ask them <laughs> all of these things. You don't even need to have a brokerage account. You can literally just call and ask a question and they will answer. That's what I got paid to do. I got paid to sit on the phone and answer people's questions and no matter if they had an account or not, as many questions as they needed to. So, so yeah, I was in such a low tax bracket that I sold the long-term stock $3,000 and you might think, oh, I would probably have to pay hundreds of dollars in taxes. No, 
I was so strategic and I was in such a low tax bracket that at the time, if I were to sell the long-term stocks at the low tax bracket that I was, that was like making less than 10K, I think that year or 20K, I ended up not paying any taxes on that sale in a taxable account. So that was really cool to know that I didn't have to pay taxes in a taxable account, knowing how to be strategic with that because I would not have made that much money if my money were just sitting there in a savings account. Like I made like $34 in, my, in interest from my high yield savings. I also don't have a lot of cash in my high yield savings account. Um, and I made $7,000 in profit in that year that I sold my stock from my brokerage account. So that's the magnitude uh, of money that you can gain if you're playing your cards right and being strategic. But I will say that it's not easy guaranteed money. You can't just put in $5 into a brokerage account and boom, expect to make 7K in a day. That's not realistic. And I want to mention that in order for you to make these baller moves and sell thousands of dollars of stock and make thousands of dollars of gains, you need to be investing thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars. At one point I had put in money into my brokerage account so that it was like $30,000. But with things like this, with the selling of the stock in order to pay for a business coach, in order to pay for software for my business, all of the startup costs for my business, those came from the brokerage account. So the brokerage account has definitely fluctuated right? My net worth at one point was about $121,000 when the stock market was popping, when everything was overpriced and everything, and it dipped down to about $90,000 in a few days. Now it's at about $103,000. So I'm not just like selling stocks whenever. I'm definitely paying attention to what the stock market is, is doing and not overthinking it and not making it personally that my investments can dip $30,000 in a day because I have diversified my investments. Um, so that's, that's how strategic you can be with your brokerage account. There's no income limits. You can withdraw the money, but I do encourage you to leave your investments in there for at least a year so that you don't end up paying so much in taxes. We have to be work smarter, not harder with our money and you do need to invest thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars uh, right now at this point my brokerage account has about twenty one thousand dollars and that number fluctuates by hundreds of dollars every day so i'm not really planning to sell stock in it now especially since the market is down but when that stock market goes back up trust me i am selling that shit and only selling the stocks i've held in there um, long term so I hope this helps you understand how I use my brokerage account to sell stock to pay for short-term expenses. My money in my retirement accounts is sitting there for decades. It's not an emergency fund. I'm not taking my money outside of my retirement accounts. You shouldn't be worried about the penalties about early withdrawal from retirement accounts. That money should stay there because if you take it out, then you're losing out on hundreds of thousands of dollars in just gains over decades by just having it sit there. So instead of withdrawing money from that, open a brokerage account, 
put money in there, just wait, let it sit there, let it sit there. And then when the stock market's popping, that's when you can start selling stock to pay for your bills. But I'm also not trying to liquidate my brokerage account, okay? I see my brokerage account as a hybrid savings account slash retirement account where, yes, when the stock market's popping, let me sell some stock to pay for my bills. But long-term, I want that money to grow in there, supplement when I'm like 70 years old and I'm taking out money from my 401k and IRA and I'm working with my tax person because at this point I'm a millionaire, multimillionaire, donating to charities, funding business owners, funding marginalized people, uh, involved in mutual aid. I'm still being strategic or my finance person is being strategic with my brokerage account that has been growing there for 40, 50 years and, and, and choosing, are we going to sell stock from this? Okay, we don't need to take out money from the Roth IRA because that money's been taxed yet. Okay, you do have some pre-tax money from your 401k because the employer matches all pre-tax. Okay, we need to sell out of that. There's a lot of strategy that goes into it, but it's also not very hard. You just have to understand the three investment accounts and how they work differently in order to just make the most of your situation. And this is all stuff I help my clients with. And my clients are hella smart. Like they get this shit pretty quickly. And we end up spending a lot of our time talking about the feelings of money mindset and leveling up and building wealth. And what do we want for our futures? We don't focus as much on the numbers and the specifics as much as people think we do because it is pretty simple. Okay. So if you're interested in attending that brokerage account masterclass, it is in one week on April 27th. You can sign up for that at the link in the show notes. DM me if you have any questions or hesitations. I might just hop on a live and crush all these objections and help you feel welcome to join because building wealth is urgent and you can build wealth and be anti-capitalist at the same time. Those things can exist and it doesn't have to be binary. And if you're also listening to this and you've been waiting to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, I'm taking clients for my six months of one-on-one -on -one money coaching. You can book a call when you're ready and absolutely ready to invest in coaching for yourself. That's the only offer I do one-on-one -on -one is six months. I love helping my clients build wealth and I love helping them be excited and celebrated on their wealth building journeys. So hit me up. I can't wait to see you, to meet you. Um, yeah. See you next week or on a sales call. All right, everybody. Take care. Bye. The information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast is provided for general informational use only. Your purchase, download, and use of this material does not constitute a client relationship. The views expressed by the Unicorn Millionaire podcast hosts and guests are not intended to constitute accountant, legal, tax certified financial planner, stock advisor, or other professional advice. Users of this podcast material should not act upon this information. Users of this podcast material should do their own due diligence by independently verifying all information, products, and services mentioned with their own qualified professionals before making any decisions. We assume no responsibility for information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast and disclaim all liability with respect to errors, inaccuracies, omissions, misleading, or defamatory statements. 
Users of this podcast accept and understand the terms of the disclaimer.